today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Dr. Richard Amaro, registered psychologist. He is with us now. Richard, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Hey, you're welcome, Scott. Thanks for having me on. What are your, what are your thoughts? What, what do you think these kids are, are going to be like once they get reunited with their families? Oh, it's a great question. Well, I'm just so happy. It really is miraculous and remarkable that um, they made it all through um, alive. And, um, you know, it's, it's difficult to predict, but one, one thing is for certain is that some of them will have uh, long-lasting psychological trauma as a result of this. You know, the statistics in terms of the people who do experience PTSD, it really does vary. You know, we have, for example, statistics on the pop on um, soldiers, and I've read things from as much as 20% to 40% of returning veterans uh, will have some form of trauma when they get back, and, and some studies as high as 60%. So you figure there were, I believe, what, was it nine boys? Um, so I would say... Uh, twelve boys uh, and 12? then one coach, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so twelve boys. So it's difficult to estimate, but I would say probably at least half, you know? I mean, we don't know, but they will have some lifelong trauma. The thing is that the severity in the tra- of the trauma and what that looks like will be different for everyone. Hmm. So, for example, some of the boys, it may be years before they feel comfortable in a dark room. You know, that's what I was thinking. Uh, That was my first thought, Richard, was, you know, obviously they've been underground for over two weeks. Uh, There would have been some sort of light, I guess, if they had uh, a device or something that they could use. Uh, But other than that, you'd have no sense of day or night or, or any of that. I mean, what would it be like for any one of these individuals to be in a dark room now? That's right. Yeah, well, you know, this is when you'll get, you know, things like nightmares, you'll get the panic, you'll get, you know, a lot of physical symptoms, you'll get just um, just difficulty functioning. And it's just not even, you know, when they are in the dark room, but sometimes the anticipation of being in a dark room. So nighttime might start to startle some of them, yeah. or going to their bedrooms might start to startle some of them. Um, but uh, the ranges, and, and like I said, we, can, we might not see these effects until sometimes months from now. Might, you know, so it doesn't necessarily happen immediately after the trauma, but sometimes um, it can take a few weeks, months, and sometimes... Even How do we years. explain that, Richard? Well, it... Uh, Is the body like in a shock, a state of shock, perhaps? Well, yeah, part of it. I mean, you know, you know, you look at the adrenaline, yeah. and it, it the, the, these kids were probably living off of adrenaline. I mean, everything from, you know, trying to stay alive to going back through the cave, mm. and then they immediately get back into sort of the wor- world, the real world, and the body shuts down. So now it's all about you know, just getting them accustomed back to with their parents, back with their life, their day-to-day things. So there's sort of like this adjustment to the normal routine. And then after the adjustment to the normal routine has been made, then we start to see a lot of these symptoms that start to appear out of nowhere. Hmm. 
Uh, also, how do they deal with the fact that everybody in the world knows about this? It, it's an, it, you know, it, it's an infamous situation now. Um, yeah. In a sense, they're they're kind of like a celebrity. How how do you deal with that, especially when someone died trying to rescue you? Yeah, well, I think you know, the, the probably will be some kind of you know, just they will be sheltered in some in some way or another. You know, who knows? They might be relocated now um, with their families. Uh, I don't know. Um, it could be a variety of things, but what matters, what will be important here is that these kids continue to interact with each other. You know, when by being a part of this group, this actually serves as a bit of an emotional buffer, you know, uh, to the trauma that they could be experiencing. So, you know, these, the fact that these kids all have this shared experience mm. will actually help them in their recovery. So whatever happens to them, so long as they, you know, remain, you know, together in some way, whether to continue to play sports, you know, continue to hang out with each other. But this common bond that they all share will actually help to buffer through some of the uh, trauma. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.